Look out, man. It's episode two of the Recruiter's Corner. On this episode, we are going to talk to you about the differences between joining right out of high school and maybe joining a little bit later on in life after maybe you're a little bit seasoned. And we're going to shoot it to you straight from the tap. Hello, 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 hello. How are we doing out there? This is Technical Sergeant Timothy Gallagher. And Technical Sergeant Bradley Byers. And this is the Recruiter's Corner. Morning, Bradley. How we doing, brother? I'm good, my man. How are you? I'm doing well. I am doing well. Rocking and rolling out here. Still in the Central Valley. What's going on out there in Idaho? It is hot, my man. It has been an absolute scorcher. 113 degrees. Like, whoo. Ew. <laughs> that is definitely hot. Central Valley weather out here. I mean, because it's been hot for you too, right? No, we had a little heat wave going on. I went even spin 109, 108. I didn't we did not hit 113. No, I did not know it was that hot out there. Well, I'm also in a valley and it gets really hot in the valley down here. But yeah, absolutely. It's warm gotcha. toasty. A- AC is vital. <laughs> it comes in clutch, that's for sure. Um, so you didn't uh, happen to have any interaction with those fires that are going on up north they're not coming y'all's way are they we did not know not like the actual uh fire itself we are having a we have horrible air quality here because down in the valley uh all that smoke and ash is actually falling into the valley so uh, you know in the mornings we're coming outside there's ash on ash on the cars um i had to call off our debt pt just because it was just nasty the air was just bad i didn't want to you know mess up anybody's health you know having them out there running so those are the effects that we're dealing with yeah, but uh, the fires are bad. I mean, Travis Air Force Base had to be a little bit, you know, they had to be evacuated, huh? Yeah, I got a lot of friends up there still from, you know, it was my last duty station. Yeah, they uh, they've been evacuating like crazy. Uh, although I have seen a lot of people being cleared to return to their homes around that area, so it's been that's good. At least the firefighters are doing that's, their thing. Uh, right, containment has been uh, a little bit. Uh, they've been uh, swift on trying to contain it, so that is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, they're very good. Uh, they're damaging though, damaging. I mean, yeah. lightning strikes. The lightning strikes, I think I saw the thing. It was like 10,000-something lightning strikes over 70-something, two hours. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's, that's out of control. Yes. Yeah. Out of control. But uh, we are not being really affected out here by that. Well, good, good. Well, mm. in happier news, maybe, mm. uh, let's let the good people in on a little thing that they may or may not know about. And that is my man, my best friend, got promoted to Master Sergeant. Master Sergeant Select Timothy Gallagher sounds good, man. It sounds hey, real good. I'm proud of you. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I was, uh, I was very happy when I when I got the notification, and uh, you know, I'm happy, man. I'm senior NCO. We're gonna make this happen. I can't wait to sew it on and uh, start rocking and rolling as a Master Sergeant. Uh, I appreciate it. I was uh, very happy knowing that my name was on that list. Well, man, I was proud of you, man. I was happy for you, dude. I, I did like a little, I was like, yeah, whenever I saw it, you know, I was super excited for you. So I, I couldn't think of a better guy to make it, man. So I'm glad you made it. And I know you'll do great things as far as that goes. So congratulations again. And I wish I could I, be there for the, the so on, but, you know, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, now I need to, now I need to live up to those expectations. So here we go. That's the hard part. <laughs> you got it. Man. You've been doing it for years. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, thank you, uh, everybody out there. If you're giving me a woo as well, I appreciate it from you guys. 
There we go. All right, man. So let's jump on into this thing. So we're talking to him a little bit about enlisting right out of high school versus enlisting later in life when you are, quote unquote, a little seasoned. A little bit of seasoning in life thrown on top. Ooh, yeah. Right on top. <laughs> you maybe lived a few years. You've done a few things. You've been out of the house, you know, you've, uh, and now you're saying, oh, I got to do something different with my life. Or, you know, you're looking to maybe take advantage of a few things that the Air Force can offer. So, yeah, I mean, they both have their uh, ups and downs, I guess, mm -hmm. you know, the pros and cons. And we have both, you know, the best thing about it is that we can both talk from both sides of it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, well, yeah, you you uh, turned uh, 18 in basic, right? Uh, just, just before basic. I left for basic one week after my 18th birthday. One week after the 18th birthday. That's yeah. it. Yeah, so I definitely I so I started my process as I stated in the in the earlier episode, our first episode, um, you know that I I started my enlistment process in my senior year. You know, met with my recruiter, did maps and all that stuff before I graduated high school, and I left in September of that year. Uh, I got to basic training on September first, uh, and I turned uh, eighteen a week before that. So. For me, I, I just I knew it was what I wanted to do. I wanted to be out of the, you know my hometown and all that stuff, and I wanted to get my life started in the Air Force. And I kind of I I don't know, man, just through talking with family and all that stuff, I kind of knew that it was going to be the path for me. And you know, haven't looked back on that since. I've it's been nice. But uh, let's talk to them a little bit about your story. So I think a lot of people, you know, they look at it. Well, I don't know, maybe they don't really look at it anymore. But I know a lot of people did join out of high school. Most people do. Uh, when you look at the, the total age of the force, when you recruit them, most people are coming in right out of high school or just shortly after. You have a yeah. little bit of a different path, right? About 10 years later, right? I did. I did. We had about 10-year gap that happened. I turned 28 in basic, and at the time, you know, 28 was the cutoff. So I snuck in there at 27, 10 days before I turned 28. And, um, yeah, you know, I just was ready and I needed to do something different in my life. You know, something had to happen. Uh, and this was the path that got put in front of me. And, uh, you know, I rock and rolled and I went for it. They uh, were the recruiter was ready to work with me after I made that phone call. And, um, you know, I'm so glad I made that decision. I do have to say my regret is that I didn't do it when I was 18. You know, I wish I would have gotten and just went ahead and did it when I was younger. But, um, you know, 10 years later, it happened. And, um, you know, as we were just talking about earlier, now I'm at E7, Master Sergeant, going to be here in the Air Force. And it's been a wonderful career over the last 14 years. I can't say anything, um, you know, of course, there's days that are not that great. But, I mean, I can't say anything bad about the overall experience. You know, oh, absolutely. It's, it, it's, been, uh, it's been quite some time. And, you know, coming in, there's a lot that you have to look into and – uh, maybe try to fix for individuals who are coming in older because, you know, you're, you're a little bit older. You might have had some medical issues that you've gone through. Right. You might have had some uh, law violations you went through, collections, things of that nature. So other than the medical, yeah, I had a lot of things that I had to uh, sort of get through. There was a checklist of things that, that I had oh, to yeah. battle and overcome to make sure that I uh, got myself qualified. And it was oh, absolutely. it was an interesting journey. It was an interesting journey. So what would you say, what are the reasonings, like when you said, um, I wish that I came in right out of high school, you know, at 18. So wh what are some of those reasonings why you wish that you had done it earlier? Well, I got to say, one of the biggest reasons I wish I would have done it earlier is I'd be retired now, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, but I do enjoy that, you know, 
that that gave me the opportunity to meet my best man right here, and you know, then to meet my wife at all the times, the time points that it, that it happened. But really, I mean, if I came in ten years ago, I'd, I'd probably be retired. I'd be done. I'd have my toes in the sand and a drink in my hand, having a good time. But I'm still, uh, I'm still chugging along, and I'll be in for another ten at least. Um, but the, you know, I could have been taking advantage of everything. I could have gotten a degree earlier. I could have been traveling the world sooner. And not just sitting in Bayonne, New Jersey for 10 years. You know, I could have been traveling the world and doing a lot of different things that wasn't happening during that time frame. You know, right. and I look back, I'm like, man, it seemed like it was just a waste. It was a waste, you know? So uh, that's some of the stuff that, you know, that I wish would have happened if I came in earlier. Yeah. Well, you know, like I, I hear that, you know, and I'm like, it's valid points. But I also think that, you know, there's a real positive to the fact that you came in, you know, later on in life for where you're sitting at right now, you know, and that's that you got to have a decade's worth of experience as an adult before the Air Force, you know, and really, you know, and I think with the position that you're in now as a recruiter, it probably provides you a real unique opportunity to be able to talk about that with some young folks and stuff like that and be like, hey, this is what I did for 10 years before I decided to come in, you know, maybe provide a little mentorship, do you think? Oh, 100 percent. A hundred percent. You know, I could talk to them right off the bat about it. And just, you know, with that uh, seasoning of life. Yeah. All right. You know, I wasn't um, leaving right out of high school and it wasn't the first time that I've been away from, you know, family or been mm-hmm. out on my own. You know, I've already been through all that. So I didn't have to deal with that kind of stuff. I've had myself in the workforce. I've been out there and I've been, um, you know, it wasn't my first job coming into the Air Force. You right. know, so all of that are things that helped you grow into the person that you are. Which is also what gives you sort of a little bit of a, you know, as I seen it, a little bit of a leg up coming in because you ended up getting a little bit more responsibility responsibility put on your plate right. because you had that age and that experience. And I guess, uh, listen, I like to have fun, but I guess I could say that there was a little bit of maturity that I might have had over others. <laughs> That's true. I had a little bit of maturity, definitely. I think it definitely helps. It adds a little bit to it for sure. Um, and, but, you know, I could just talk to them and let them know about how, you know, just give them the pros and cons of different things. Yeah. So, I, like, on your on your end, this probably – that was your first time away from home, right? It was actually. You know, and that was um, – honestly, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a shock and it's a change to the thing. But, you know, that really was never a big concern for me. And I know that is for a lot of folks – especially the young folks that I recruit, you know, leaving home for the first time, it is a big, a yes. big step. And, and I get that, you know, and I do relate to it, obviously, because I, I did it. it. It just didn't bother me quite as much as I think it does some people, you know, but it's, uh, it was definitely well worth the leap. You know what I mean? I, that's all I can say. It was, it was worth the leap of, of doing it early, you know, like you pointed out, I mean, being able to retire at 38 or, you know, being eligible for that will be nice. You know, I'm not sure I'm going to take it. Yes. You know, I'll probably stay in later, you know, longer, but, uh, but it'll be nice, you know, and, you know, there's a whole lot of things that, that I've enjoyed about coming in early right out of high school, you know, and it's just, I've gotten to grow up in the Air Force, you know, I've gotten to grow up with that foundation, you know, then the structure that they provide and all that stuff in yeah, I don't know. It's it's been fun, man. Traveling the world at an early age, right? Seeing all kinds of right. things, meeting all kinds of people. It's been great, man. I mean, I can't, Ex- experience yeah. after experience. That's it. Yeah. So many things that you get out of it. Um, you know, and I was thinking about you know going to basic training when I was twenty eight years old. I mean, some of the yeah. stuff there was a little bit tough because I'll tell you what, I've been around a 
the block a little bit, right? So it's been a long time since I had anybody really yelling at me. And then I got like a 24-year-old coming at me, yelling at me. I was not <laughs> taking it very well at first. <laughs> I had to, uh, I had to, um, you know, learn my military bearing because, you know, I'm like, listen, dude, (laughs) I don't, I haven't had to make my bed or be yelled about the way I fold my underwear in a long time, buddy. I know, right? Like they're they're serious about it too. You know, you're like, you're like, come on, 44 degrees in this hospital corner is close enough, guy. No, I'm saying, yeah, I'm telling you, it it doesn't matter. I'm telling you. But it does matter on your face. Oh my god, what the hell did I get myself into? <laughs> so, you know, like speaking of like challenges for older applicants. Uh, now, I recall us discussing the story that uh, old Timmy had to drop a little weight to come in, and I remember something about some saran wrap. Do you want to let's let's just revisit yeah. that story? I was I was a human saran wrap roll. I was saying that you know I had to lose weight for my height. All right, my height, whatever I was at, I think I, I still am. I didn't grow. So I'm 5'7", and I guess I had to be in the 170s or whatever it was at the time, probably the same as it is today. And I was in the 190s, you know, and I, they told me I had to get down to it. So I was like, all right, so I'll tell you, physically, I was getting myself where I needed to be. I would go ahead and I would get my, I was staying at my buddy's house, living on his couch, and I'd go ahead and start getting ready to go on my bike, throw on my 40-pound backpack with bricks in it, you know, there was a, I was just going Rocky style, man. I was just trying to make things happen. So I'd get bricks, throw it in a backpack. I'd run with it and I'd bike with it. But before I did that, I'd get myself wrapped up. I'd get <laughs> <laughs> because it was shedding the, you know, it was just making you sweat. So there was a couple pictures out there where I'm sitting there and, and it had to be, of course, green saran wrap. So I'm wrapped in this green saran wrap, but head to toe almost, almost head to toe, just sitting there so I could just shed whatever i had to to get myself where i needed to be and uh, hey it was i needed to get there i knew i wanted to make this happen so i did what i had to do <laughs> and uh, i lost a lot of water weight i sweat i, I was uh sweating it sweating it up buddy well i'm yeah. glad you made it in and that's that's dedication i like it that's for sure but <laughs> you know some you know, some folks have a lot more of a challenge uh than just the weight and i would say that's probably one of the biggest drawbacks i see of a recruiter Right. You know, when you're recruiting older applicants. Right. You know, like we touched on a little bit earlier, you might have some credit issues, some law violations, yeah. some medical stuff. And uh, I think that's kind of one of the, the biggest reasons why I try to encourage young folks to do it earlier. You know, like, hey, like they'll look at this while you're in high school before you get into debt or before you have three, four, five kids, you know, or before, you know, you get, you know, this medical stuff that happens, you know, because it's it's not a it's not an if it's a win. You know, you're going to have some medical pop up, you know, and and stuff like that. And I can't tell you how many people I've talked to as high schoolers that come back a couple of years later and want to join. And something has happened within that couple of years of being out of high school that disqualifies them. Yep. And now and now you're trying to battle it and trying to go ahead and overcome those obstacles where two years ago they were ready to go. They were fresh, clean bill of health, ready to rock and roll. And now we're now we're looking at a different situation. Well, you know. that almost happened to me, you know, like the, uh, you know, even though I joined right out of high school, right. And I left right after my, my senior summer, if you want to call it that, um, you know, left right after, but two weeks before I left, I rolled my pickup truck, man. I mean, I was, I was driving my pickup truck on my way to go see my recruiter, ironically enough. Right. And I went around a turn and the back end of the truck just kept going. The shocks were blown out on the truck, you know, didn't realize it at the time. And it hopped on along the front end, caught a ditch and it rolled me over. 
and the <laughs> you know just i was upside down in a ditch you know and like right. hey, no scratches no nothing man i got extremely lucky for being two weeks out you know that's and when you're you a recruiter, are not kidding and when you're a recruiter that's like your most like i guess your worst fear you know is that within that 30 days of an applicant leaving that something's going to happen you know you get the and, phone call <laughs> yep and i did i called him and i know that he had to like his heart had to have just sunk you know into his <laughs> stomach you know um you know, but yeah, I mean, it was sure enough, man. And, and I was working some construction stuff at the time and, and a little bit of landscaping stuff at the time. So I had a lot of tools that I had moved from the bed of my truck into the cab because I was getting a spray on bed liner put in my truck. And when I rolled it, all that stuff that was in the back of the cab ended up on the roof. But the nature of how I spun, right, just pinned all the stuff to the back of the truck and none of it hit me, but it all ended up right behind my head on the roof when I was upside down. And I got just extremely lucky that none of that stuff hit me in more or less kind of, scratch. Kind of a miracle. yeah yeah it's just and and you know it's not that maybe i wouldn't have gotten in eventually but you know but it, i wouldn't be here right here right now today you know and i may not have gotten in at all if any of that stuff had hit me you know and it's just sort of one of those deals where i try to relay that story to people for the for the purpose of being like look when you're qualified and you're ready to rock and roll just go you know don't delay it for anything don't delay it for a holiday or a birthday or an anniversary or something like just go uh those things will yeah, those things will be there. You'll, you'll, you know, you're going to miss some, you're going to make some, it's going to happen, you know, when you're talking about active duty, but like when you're ready to go, just go, right. Cause you're never going to be more qualified than qualified, but you can get disqualified relatively easily. Great way to put it. That's a great way to go about it and put it. And now one scratch, huh? I mean, that sounds like a scary situation. I think you were saying something that you were telling me a story because uh, that's uh, your mom, right? Weren't you talking, did yeah. your mom come up on you? Yeah, so she was actually she had taken me to the the shop where the the bedliner was getting sprayed in, and to let me pick up my truck. And I was following her back uh, down the road to where we were working at at the time. And uh, she had just gone around the turn, and so she was just out of sight of me when I flipped the truck. And so I called her, but when I called her, you know, I told her I was like, "Hey, mom, I need you to come back and get me." I flipped my truck, and she was thinking that because I was calm and everything, that like I was out of the truck. But, right, but you're upside there. down in the damn thing. <laughs> I'm upside down in the doggone truck, man. <laughs> just, you know, hanging upside down, you know, like, what's up, mom? You know, and like, she, sure enough, was like, uh, when she got there and she's like, hey, where's the kid that's in the truck or that was in the truck? They're like, oh, he's in the truck. And she's like, he's what? What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and then I just, you know, and then I just hear her scream my name as she's running to the truck, you know, and it's like, I was like, I'm okay, mom. I'm okay. Man. You know, it's fine. But yeah. Oh, was, my Lord. Whoo, the heart. heart gets the heart going, man. Um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna start calling you Bradley Unbreakable Buyers. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Man, you are a lucky dog, brother. I was, man. I was extremely lucky, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think my I think lucky stars all the time. You know that because with without that little bit of luck or whatever it is that you want to call it, right? Without that, you know, my career would have been in a completely different path. You know, and I wouldn't be sitting right here today being able to help change other folks' lives, you know, like Definitely. we do. Yeah. And never more qualified than qualified, but you could always become disqualified. That's 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 it, man. That's the nuts and bolts of it. You know, I, and I try to tell folks all the time, you know, like, right. look, man, when you have the opportunity to go, just go because it is worth it. It's, the small sacrifices yeah. that you make, it's worth it. Yes, indeed. And I, I'm, you know, I agree and I, I agree with that 100%. I'm an advocate for it. Listen, I'm happy I'm at the point where I'm at. You know, it took me a little bit of time to get here, but if you have the opportunity to do it, do it. 
And if you have sat back and you have waited for Christmas and you have had already, you know, let a few years go by, don't let a few more, don't let a few more go by. Do it now. Get, get rocking and rolling because anything could happen. Exactly. Yep. And that's, uh, yeah, and that's it, man. It's just, don't wait, man. Just start, start your life. Let's go. Let's get yeah. it going. That's it. Become a United States Airman, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Air power is waiting for you. All right. (laughs) Got to fly flight and win. (laughs) That's stellar. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's been it's it's just something that, you know, you got to jump into and make it happen. Um, And now, you know, what is it? Uh, Thirty nine is the cutoff. Exactly. You can actually you can actually wait even longer, but don't do it. Get in now. Yeah, I've had a couple applicants that started the process at 39, and none of them made it through. Um, it just mostly because they just ran out of time, you know, because they were they were 39 and some change. It wasn't like they just turned 39, but they just ran out of time, uh, you know. Do, again, due to medical or collections or whatever else. I mean, by the time you're 39 years old, man, you've lived some life, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it is possible, you know. Like, it, talk to your recruiter, figure it out. You know, they'll work for you. You know, just and get on the ball and let's go. Well, that's it, Bradley, man. I think we, uh, we've been able to give them a good perspective on both ends of the spectrum. You know what I'm saying? And we've been able to let them know, you know, it, how it goes both ways and the benefits, pros and cons. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, well, and it's something that we deal with every day. I mean, I get all these questions all the time, like I'm sure that you do, you know, and, um, I would say my, target age group or, or I, I maybe not target age group but the the people that i recruit most of the time are right there in their you know 19 20 21 age range sometimes 22 um that have been outside of high school for a couple of years and that's usually where you know w- what i get i don't know what you get out there but oh same deal same deal, same deal. Yeah, yeah yeah we're, we're on the gamut out even in the valley <laughs> get them all <laughs> we get them Wall every which way but loose, my man. <laughs> but good. Do you have anything else to add? These no, fine people. I don't think so. I'm just, you know, it like always, you know, if you have questions, reach out to your local recruiter, talk to them, seek out any information you can. Airforce.com uh obviously, you know, is, is a great tool for some of that stuff. And even to find your local recruiter if you don't know where they are. But ask the questions, find the information and seek it out and let's uh you know get you on a on a better path of life, hopefully. You know it, Bradley. It's been great hanging out with you again today, my man. Hey, man, as always, man, I'm having a, having a great time. So. <laughs> well, I look forward to our next episode where we inform and entertain. Ooh, straight from the tap. <laughs> <laughs> Signing off, brother. You take care. All right, you too, brother. Woo! Woo! <laughs> All right, and that's a wrap for episode two here on The Recruiter's Corner. Hey, feel free to look at the description box. Follow all the social media platforms that we have out there. Go to airforce.com and get any information you can, as well as find a recruiter in your area. Look forward to seeing you on episode three.